Welcome everybody to another episode of the Human Blueprint. My name is Angelo and we are here with Herman. And today I am the investor. And Herman is, what are you Herman? I'm you, I'm everybody watching this, I'm the consumer. <laughs> so as everybody knows, uh, here in the US, there's something called a stimulus check. And so this was issued by the government helped stimulate the economy and so lots of Americans got paid out and we we're just wondering what are you doing with yours I know everybody's tuning in isn't from the US but this will apply to everybody because what we're gonna go over is the mindset driving forces and really what's beneath you know all of the money habits that we do have and the way that we think because I think money is just one of the outlets but there's so many other things in our life where you have the consumer and you have the investor. So today I'm going to play the investor and let's see how well that I can play it. <laughs> I'm playing all the people that have calls with me that complain to me that say they don't have this. They don't have that. Got all the excuses. I get to play that role today. So the tables turn this time. <laughs> okay. So how much is the stimulus check Angelo? So it varies, but um, it's about $1,200 for. Hmm. So let's say I'm everybody watching this show and we're thinking, hmm, $1,200. Hmm. First place, Amazon. Okay, let's check that. Next place, Best Buy. Okay, check that. Next place, Walmart. Check that. Next place, Target. Check, check that. It's like looking for all these other things to see, okay, well, I have this. I have this pot of gold. How am I going to move it? So. Let's say you're, let's start it off as, let's say you're a younger person, okay? The guy, girl, whatever, you have different interests. Let's say I, I like video games, okay? Well, all of a sudden, a premium for, I think it's the Nintendo. Ever since this went down, Nintendo spiked, supply went down, price went up. So let's say I really like that. There's a new game called, I think called Animal Crossing. So it's the latest, the latest, greatest craze. How much is that? Well, let's, let's put a picture. Normally it retails for maybe five, 600. Lately it's been retailing for eight to nine or more, depending if you can get one. So let's say that's, let's say conservative, it's 800. Okay, so 800 out of 1200, gone. What, what should I have done with it instead, Angelo? I just, I just spent more than half of that stimulus check on something that I just pressed buttons on. <laughs> exactly so that's pretty inefficient wouldn't you guys agree what is that really how is that really benefiting your life it's not making you healthier it's not really making you smarter it's not making you a better person it's not helping other people around you so beyond just thinking of money as like growing it it's also from what I've learned working with you Herman is when you invest you also invest in people you also invest in your health, you invest in your growth, you invest in who you are as a person. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you said that that was one of the best things that you can actually invest in. And so yep. there's so many other things that you could have done with that $800. And I think it's all about, as an investor, setting up a game plan. So everybody's in a different position, whether that's financially or whether that's where you're at in your life 
with your career, so many other factors, but everybody has to have a game plan. And I think that that's the first thing that so many people fall short. They don't have the game plan. So when they get the money, they just spend it on whatever is most desirable or whatever is going to crave like that void inside or that desire inside. And then they'll go to that first. But if they would have had a game plan that said like, all right, out of this 1200, maybe I do need help with some of my bills. Maybe I am a little short because I'm not working or unemployment isn't covering what I would actually make. So maybe you need to take half of it and actually set it aside so that you can, you know, have a little safety net or have a little comfortability with your bills. But then that leaves you uh, another $600. So what can you do with that? Well, everybody's different, but you can use that money to grow as a person and invest in yourself. You can use that money to make more money and invest that, which I think we can dive a little bit more deeper into that in the episode. And so I think that number one is like the game plan. The consumer doesn't have one, whereas the investor does. Well said. So now I'm the consumer. Let's say I'm a little accelerated or elevated in age. So let's say I'm, I'm no longer that young kid or young person. I'm, maybe I'm 30, 40, between 50 around there, okay? So let's say I got a family or let's say you got a young family or let's say the relationship that you're in. I want to buy something. So let's say there's 1200. Hmm. Well, I'm home. I'm doing nothing all day. Let's go buy food. Well, how much is food going to cost? How much is all that going to cost? So that's one thing. So let's, let's chalk that up to how much, let's say you want to get a nice big meal. Let's call that $50. Okay. So let's spend $50. Okay. That's one meal. Remember one meal. Then you say, Hmm, well, I went through Amazon and did you see all the things that they have? All these garden stuff. I'm at home. I can buy all this garden stuff. I can buy all these other things. This new thing came out. Let's buy all that. So new garden and stuff, need new gardening tools. Okay, I never got to tend to my garden before because I was too busy. So let's buy that. So let's get a new hose. Let's get a new nozzle. Let's get, let's get a new sprinkler system. Let's get all this. Wow, $600. Okay, check out. So then all of a sudden it's like half gone again. And you don't realize how like it's so quick to compound. And so let's say that's 600. I, I spent 600 buying garden stuff. Then it's like, okay, well, I, I, want, a new, I want some new clothes. Okay, maybe an extra 200. I want, I want this, I want that, I want this, and it's gone. And you know what's funny is, I don't think it's a bad thing to want to, now that you have more time, like maybe you do want to garden, maybe you do want to start painting, maybe you do want to learn how to play an instrument. That's, that's okay, like that's great. We encourage people to learn something new every day. But the problem is, and the problem that I see a lot of people, what they do is, they decide that they want to do something, but they have to get all the shiny things first before they even make the first attempt. So it's like they want a garden. They already have a hose. Maybe it's just in the attic. They already have some of the tools. Maybe they're just buried away in the shed because they haven't used them in so long. But rather than go and use those first, they want to just go buy all these new things. Yeah. Like you want to go, like even if it's a new job, you want to go do this new job. And like, before you actually get the job or before you even start working or making money in the job, you already bought all the nice suits because maybe you need to dress up. Whereas maybe if you would have just played your cards a little better, you could have used 
less money to buy maybe a used something used or something that isn't as expensive or maybe something that you already have and then wait till you get your first sale or wait till you get like your first check or something like that and then use the money that you've already made to then reinvest because yes maybe you do maybe it is important that you look nice that you show up ready and so that's one of the things that I see that a lot of consumers do wrong is yes they want to do something new but they need to basically it's almost like they just want to spend the money on something and it's just a better reason to spend it there. So it's just justifying what they're spending. Well said. So let's say you just got the check, but even before you got it, you earmarked it. You want this, you want that. You have all your tabs saved of all the things you want to buy. And next thing you know, rather than being ahead of the game, because of all the things you wanted to buy, next thing you know, you were behind the game again, behind the game, behind the game. Exactly. I've seen that. I've seen that before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's say now I'm elevated in age. Let's say we have kids. We have maybe a grandchild on the way and we get this check. What do we do? Let's say, hmm, well, you know what? I like, we've never done this before. Let's go buy that. You know, let's make this. Let's make that. You know what? Let's all go get a, a bread maker. Let's all go get a new oven. Let's all go get these shiny new tin cans or, or shiny new beautiful silverware. Let's get all these things now to make it all shiny so we can enjoy since we're stuck at home. Everything's got to be shiny there, right? Like you said. So let's go buy all that. How much do you think that would cost? How much do you think that would cost me? If I bought all these shiny new blenders, shiny new mixers, shiny new everything, get all this flour because we want to make cupcakes, we want to make cake, <laughs> we want to make bread, we want to make everything under the stars. How much is that going to cost me? You're looking at like maybe half your check right there. <laughs> now, here's a question. You spent money. Well, let's say I spent that money. I didn't even understand it because I was not worthy of it because I didn't feel wealthy enough. I didn't have wealth inside enough. So let's say I go spend that, Angelo, and everyone listening. I spent that. I spent that. But here's the problem. That 1200 we call that your principle. The smartest and the wisest and the most wealthy on this planet never spend their principle. They only spend their interest off of what they make on that principle. Mm -hmm. So as a consumer, I don't understand that because I want shiny, I got shiny syndrome. I got one shiny object syndrome. I just want all, all of it, all of it, all of it. I want all of it. Because so-and-so exactly. has it, I want better. So-and-so has it, I want better. Okay, fine. You have this shiny syndrome, shiny object syndrome. Fine. Is that going to make you wealthier? Because if you look at the greats, they don't have that. The greats of the greats don't focus on brand name this, have to have the best of that, have to have the best of this. They focus on generating more principal, more capital, so that they can put to invest in things that pay back more in interest. But you have 1200 let's say, average. You spent it all. All the principal's gone, if not more. Then you go in debt for what? You don't have an idea of when the next stimulus is coming. You don't have an idea of when the next bailout is coming for you. You don't have a next idea of like a next Hail Mary coming for you. So all the principal's gone. So that's why you have to be smart and say, okay, how lean can I get with the 1200 Can I live off of all the things I have? Can I sell the things I'm not using to acquire maybe something used 
or go to a neighbor and maybe barter and trade or maybe borrow from a neighbor that because I help them out, they want to help me out. Maybe, maybe barter and see what I can do for them and in return, they can do something for me. Ding, ding, ding. All of a sudden, less principle, what else? You create a better interest scale so that when you did that, then it's like, okay, now let's say out of the 1200, I needed to, let's say, pay down some bills. So I have a thousand left. Okay. So I have a thousand left now. How can I best utilize that? Can I invest something in myself to gain new skills that can then earn a, a greater value trade or value exchange? Can I learn something, new skills that can make those around me even better? Can I learn something that can then in turn repay in many, many different ways? Maybe it's a dividend, maybe it's interest, maybe it's something else. But are you invested in many different areas of your life? Mm -hmm. If I was the consumer, probably not. I'd just be sitting there on having, you know, that lazy couch attitude. Exactly. And if you're enjoying this, then you need to like and subscribe if you haven't already. You need to comment below and let us know what you're thinking, how your thoughts are, and what's, what's resonating with you. As we get into this, it's like a completely different game that the consumer and the investor are playing. Like the consumer, not only is it like with money where maybe they want shiny objects or they're just all about spending it, spending it, and spending it, but they also maybe want things quicker and easier. Maybe they want to take shortcuts. Maybe that means like fast food or just all about like the short-term pleasure, whereas the investor is in it for the long-term. Like they, ha they have a vision. They know why they're not spending the principal because they, ha they have to have the vision to see that, okay, like in X amount of years or X amount of months, or if I do this and I do it right, then I'll be able to be in such a better position to be able to spend only the interest. And so it's such a different game that the two are playing. And I know that's something that we really strive to do is to help people become better and really help them learn how to like eliminate their pain, help them learn how to elevate like their state so that they can perform better so that they can get that raise or that promotion, or maybe find a career that better suits them. And that's what we mean when we say invest in yourself. It's not just investing in yourself to say, Oh, I'm going to get this game because I deserve to, to relax. And I deserve to have like that me time. It's more of invest in yourself to really become better like have that long-term vision, create that game plan for yourself. Mm -hmm. Well said. And for a lot of people who are listening to this, they may be consumers. Maybe we have some investors, but those that who are the consumers, you can be an investor. You can make the change. You can make that switch, but it requires something you don't like to hear. And that's called discipline because the consumers, they don't have much investors. It's in their blood. Yes, that's the key. If you need to hear that again, rewind it, listen to that again, because I think right there is, that's the key that you need. That's the key that we all need to develop. Mm -hmm. So how do you develop discipline, Herman? Because I mean, you're one of the most disciplined people that I know, the most disciplined. You got to stretch. What I mean by stretch, you got to do things you're not used to doing. That's why I say learn something new every day, because that's stretch, that's stretching this. Then when you exercise and you train, you stretch this, the body. And then when you do that, and the mind and body have become unified, 
then you stretch the soul. You're able to stretch that. You're able to stretch spiritually. You're able to stretch. And how we say in Chinese, we say sangong. And that is like the ability to stretch yourself in such a spiritual manner above and beyond just the human existence. So that's stretch, stretch, stretch. So you want to be an investor because you have to invest in everything, in every, every form of your life, every part of your life. You can't just consume, 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 because that's finite. That's not going to last. But when you invest, you invest for the long-term, generational wealth, generational understanding, like perspective, long-term gain. Otherwise, if we don't have that idea and we don't put these things into practice and we don't sacrifice now, the happiness years from now is what's going to be sacrificed and we'll never know what happiness is again. So maybe we sacrifice a little bit now in the short term so that the long term we, we suffer less and we have to sacrifice even less then because we've made our sacrifices early and often. So true. And I don't necessarily think that's something that can just be taught. It's something that you have to want it. So do you want it? I know okay. that if you're listening to this show, like we can obviously assume that you do want it because this is showing you're going out of your way to consume something that's going to make your life better. You do want to learn something new. That's why you listen to this podcast. So what next step are you going to take to really grow into that, to have that long-term vision? Leave a comment or text us 818-928-3639. Let us know what your answer is because we want to help you. See, a lot of people think, what we just said, this is how your mind will work. Oh, he said investor or consumer. Okay, well, I don't want to be an investor. I'm a consumer. Okay, oh, well. Or you're the consumer. He says to be an investor. Okay, I'm going to invest. Okay, let's be an investor. That's what he said. But that's not what we mean. What we mean, because you have to stretch. And for some reason, the human existence has shrunk in terms of capacity of what they can process. So let's break it down. When you invest, it can be also seen as a little bit of a consumption. Think of it this way. You invest in yourself, you consume something, but then to have a greater payout or a greater result. So let's say that's reading a book. Let's say taking a course. Let's say learning a new skill, learning a new language. You invest, but you're consuming something, but then you invest in it and, and re-transmutation it, allow the transmutation of that to be expressed in a greater result. So... A lot of people who consume, they like to just consume and just stay stuck. Let's buy this pizza. Okay, good pizza. Let's, let's get this. Okay, good. Get this. Let's get that. Okay, get that. And what they're putting their stuff into, their resources, it's only leisure, luxury, pleasure, comfort, right? Time waster. We're asking you that if you're going to consume something, because we're all going to consume something, you would make it into an investment. So let's say you have, for perfect example, let's say you have a child. All they want to do is stick on a video game. Okay, fine. How do we train that mind? First thing you do, you figure out what is their aptitude. Okay, they're quick on, on understanding angles. They're quick at understanding how, how speed works with those angles. They like race car. Okay, so let's get them a simulator. And let's make it that by the time this whole COVID thing ends, they're going to be the best race car driver in the simulator so that when they see how much the race car driver make or how much do people who do the training for the race car driver make or how much do the race car team make how much do the sponsors give them oh my goodness what happens if you train those people and you're the best at it 
all of a sudden you took something that was basically just a consumable uselessness and you turned it into something that you just have to switch being in the position of where you are on the couch to being somewhere where people value you for what you do and you got to put yourself out there. So wow. let's say let's say it's reading books now. Okay, you love reading books. Okay, when you sit there on a couch and read in a book, are you making anything? Are you doing anything? Are you expanding? Maybe you understand little by little some concepts on that book. But what's the difference between someone who's reading the book and someone writing the book? They lived it. A lot of people don't realize they, even though that may be fiction and it's created, but they're living it. They're looking at a source of it. They're looking for something to generate the story, generate the character, generate, enrich that story, the plot, but they're living in it, right? And they dedicate their time to that. Maybe it's two years, three years, right? Maybe what you need to do is figure out if you're going to read something, understand what can you extrapolate or extract from that put it into different segments, compartmentalize how you can do that. Say you want to be a writer, compartmentalize. Okay, well, this character was good, but I, I would have made it done this way. This character is good, but I wanted to see more of this. If we twisted this, no one would have seen that coming. All of a sudden, you become a copywriter. All of a sudden, you become a scriptwriter. Wow. And every, every single show you watch, every single thing that goes on media, show, TV, Netflix, whatever you call, writer. Huh because you need someone to write those lines. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with your time? I know what I'm doing with mine. Wow. That was powerful. I mean, that's just, hopefully that expanded your awareness, consciousness, because for me, I realized that, okay, like I started editing videos. So if you edit videos, Yes, you may have, you may be consuming other YouTubers or other videos or other documentaries and things like that. But it's one thing to just consume it, eat some popcorn and just watch it as like, whatever. But it's another to see how, because when I watch a video now, I'm, I'm able to kind of see more of, okay, that's what they did here. You just have a better understanding of what they did. And you learn new things when you watch those videos. You're like, wow, I really like how they did that slow zoom in there. And then I had that transition and then they spiked up the music. Like you pick up on all these different things. And so I think what Herman just explained is that in any category, like you have people that are, you know, at the top of it and they're not the consumer. They are the investor. Yes, they may be consuming it, but they're consuming it in such a different way. Exactly. And we have to be different. This is why people want our type of help or us in their room. It's because we can see what they cannot. And I'm asking you to see what you cannot. If you can believe in yourself and say, you know what, instead of being so down on yourself and maybe say, oh, I only do this, I only do that. Say, you know what, so what? I'm going to be the best at this. I'm going to be the best at that. I'm going to be do my best at this, best at that. I'm going to make the best of it. And then who's to say that what you're doing, you just have to put yourself with the right people, right position in the right place. Next thing you know, all of a sudden you take these ideas, you plant these seeds, you grow those seeds, things start to grow. But if you have the lazy couch syndrome, very difficult to grow anything there. Exactly. 
So we want to know what did you learn from this episode? What did you learn from the consumer? What did you learn from the investor? Let us know. Send us a text, 818-928-3639. Leave a comment below. And we're excited to, to hear some of your feedback. So before we go, if you want to invest with us, if you want to invest in you, you got to make sure you click the links below. We have something so special for you. We did. We have the webinars. We have our lives. And best yet, we have a special masterclass coming up. You do not want to miss it. Exactly. So the links will be in the description. Go ahead and check them out before it's too late. Like Herman said, you want to invest in yourself and you want to be better. Well, that's exactly what we want to help you do. We want to hold your hand through that process and help you become the best version of yourself. Exactly. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Take care.